0: We're in another new location today. We are, but it's it's not technically live since
1: there's no one around us. <laughs> We're in my office <laughs> at work, my place work of work. Yes. yes. My it would be a little difficult for us to fit in my office together at my house cuz it's just that little nook. Oh I mean, yeah. we could do it. We could very comfortably fit two chairs in there. But for us to record a podcast in that setup would be kind of difficult. We yeah. would both just be staring ahead at the wall, <laughs> like talking to the wall.
0: Um, This is my first time in y'all's new office.
1: It is. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's very different, but not in a bad way. It's just a completely different setup. Yeah. So there's really our, not.
1: Our last place was so homey. Yeah. And this place is like modern and new and officey yes (laughs) that's accurate we still have a lot of work to do but but it's coming along Mm -hmm. very cool yeah so hmm. we're here to talk about books (laughs) i feel like it's been a very long week
0: it has been a really long week i thought the same isn't that funny how we can feel the same about a week when we don't have any of the same interactions If you think about it, you know, sometimes we're like, wow, this week went by really fast. And I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, it did go by fast. And then other times you say, God, this week is just dragging. And then people are like, I know.
1: But I wonder if it's confirmation bias. And like Mm -hmm. some people are like, oh, actually, the the week went by really fast for me. And you just ignore those people. And you only remember the people (laughs) that say like, oh, I know it dragged on. Possibly. Yeah.
0: Anything (laughs) is (laughs) possible. Um. Yeah. I sent Jamie a text um, today. About
1: it's so weird when you talk about me in the third person and like I'm sitting right well, here. I know that you're talking to the listeners, but I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I sent Jamie a text and I'm like, me? You sent me a text. Yeah. Anyway, I, continue. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: sorry. Uh, I sent her a text Basically saying, don't forget to set your clocks from sunshine and happiness back to misery and <laughs> despair this weekend. Uh, and we've talked about this many times on our podcast. Um, next year, we won't have this problem again, correct?
1: Or issue? What problem? What are you talking... Oh, because of the bill and mm-hmm. con- Well, I don't think the bill went anywhere. Did it? I can't remember. Yeah,
0: no, I thought that that nationally
1: nationally it's changing?
0: I thought in 2023. All right, well, I don't know that for sure so we're going to have to look it up
1: cuz I can, I do remember talking about it but I don't know. My brain is not working today. Um okay, you are up first today. Okay. I
0: really liked this book. That's why I'm reviewing it. <laughs> what a shocker. Um this was one that I was Interested in reading in our upcoming fall reads list, and I did discuss this one. Um, it's called Sign Here by Claudia Lux. Do you remember this one?
1: I don't. Okay, <laughs> this is brand new to me. This is exciting.
0: <laughs> this was released on October 25th of this year. So, literally.
1: oh, oh, now that you've given me the date, it's yeah. all coming back. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Feeling... I'm done
0: with this sarcastic <laughs> attitude. I, I don't know where the snark is coming from. <laughs> I apologize. This is a debut novel. Great, I'm just going to ignore you. So excited! Um, <laughs> so it's a dark humor, and I think this might jog your memory, unless it did a really poor job in our past uh, episode. But uh, this is a story set in hell, literally.
1: I yes, I do remember this. Okay, that was a very memorable yeah book. So yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was. I really did. It was. Um, it was an interesting concept. Yeah, it was just all around different, which is sometimes I really like reading stories that have that feel for me. That's very cozy and I'm comfortable with and like, oh, man, that was solid. I needed that. This one was just completely different, which is also really awesome. Um, So Peyote Trip works in hell, uh, literally. He works on the fifth floor of hell, which is, you
1: know, actually an OK floor. Fifth floor, like basement, like he has to go down, I'm assuming.
0: So the higher you get, the better. So he's on the fifth. I think the sixth is the best you can get in hell. So one is like.
1: Oh, you don't want to be on one. You don't want to be
0: on one. And I don't know anyone that's been on one. I think the person. You
1: personally don't know anyone that's been on one. In the story. Again, I apologize for the snark. (laughs) Please continue. Um,
0: So things that he discusses. uh, It's a dark humor novel. So it is humorous at points. Some of it is really messed up. Like you're reading it and you're like, wow, that's really screwed up. But they're in hell. I mean. Yeah. Um, some of the funny little tidbits that they discuss are uh, beepers. So he's like, where do you think beepers went? To hell. That's how we have to communicate with
1: each other. They have to communicate by <laughs> yeah. beepers. So like one of the guys would be like, I'll beep you. <laughs> he's like, oh, God.
0: Um, Love it. None of the pins work. So you have to carry around <laughs> 15 pins at a time. One of them might work. <laughs> Uh, coffee machine has been out of order for a millennium um, yeah I, I can imagine uh, and the only alcoholic drink available is jaeger <laughs> <laughs> yum so, yeah um but anyways they have little funny things like that um so this is kind of a two-part thing he works in the department of deals Meaning that his job is to find people on earth who call for him in their most despairing moments. These are typically people who are not necessarily going to go to hell when they die.
1: But they're trying to make a deal with the devil to save something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> that is what his job is, is to get them to sign a contract that he'll make whatever situation that they're going through, or whatever they want come true. But they don't fully get what they're. You know, they're shining away their soul, and that um, they'll spend eternity in hell. I
1: sounds like a good deal. I don't uh, (laughs) (laughs) not.
0: Um, (laughs) So he has successfully. Had multiple members of the same family, the Harrison family, sign contracts. And so he is up for his fourth Harrison.
1: What a desperate family. Like, what have they gotten themselves into? So he
0: does discuss, which is kind of interesting to think about, that, you know, people who wish or want things for their family and are willing to sign away their souls and to make things easier, that, the, that then the next generation has a lot, things are easier. And the next generation, things are easier. And so they don't understand what despair is or what a real struggle is or what those situations are. So then when something comes up in their life that then they're like, well, I don't know what to do with this. Let
1: me, let me. <laughs> My life has been so easy. I've never had to deal with this terrible thing before. I mean, they I don't get it. discuss
0: it like that, but like right. that thing is then so much larger than what... It really is. Yeah. Um, So they're more susceptible to call, to need, to feel like they need that intervention. Um, So his plan is to get the fourth Harrison, and that will work into his plan, which I can't discuss. Uh, But he's waiting for this to be able to get a promotion to be able to execute his plan. Okay? Okay. Okay. Calamity Gannon, she goes by Cal. She has come up from, I think, the second floor. Which I is, love
1: the name Calamity. <laughs> yeah.
0: A fun fact in hell, you slowly forget your human memories over time. And so they reassign you a name. So Peyote Trip and Calamity Gannon are not their human earthly names. They don't uh, remember their I would their feel names. pretty
1: bad for someone named Calamity in real life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So she goes by Cal. Um, At first, she's a bit deceiving, um, and then he has to tell himself, she comes from the second floor. What was I thinking? Why did I trust this
1: person? Oh, my gosh. Uh,
0: So she starts acting, like, really sweet and innocent, and then slowly you realize that she really does fit her name quite well. Love it. Yeah. I will say that, um, so this story goes back and forth between Hell and Peyote and Calamity's storylines, as well as the Harrison family. Okay. I found that the the hell portion of it was more interesting than the family side although the family side I mean it's interesting it's just because you're in this whole new idea frame of like what hell is and the co-workers are terrible and the conditions it's like one terrible sales job <laughs> for the rest of eternity um and it was just kind of a, a neat
1: concept where like you just wanted more of that world yeah. than yeah. boring old earth
0: right <laughs> um a few things about the harrison family they have a lake house in new hampshire that's been passed down that they all go to every summer um the Father and the mother in the story, Lily and Silas. Silas is the Harrison, who is the generational Harrison. Um, they have two children, Mickey, who is a girl, Michaela, and Sean. So Lily and Silas dated in high school. Um, something really bad happened in high school at a party that was at the Lake House involving a girl named Sarah and Silas's brother, Phillip. Um I'm not going to go into it just because I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, But... Silas and Lily have been together since they were 17 years old. Not the best marriage ever. Oh. Uh, Okay. um, And things and secrets are starting to come out. And like buried secrets that maybe... They felt like, okay, something doesn't seem right here, but let's just not talk about it, and then it won't be real. Well, now all those things are resurfacing, um, especially with the introduction of Ruth, who is Mickey's only friend. Um, Ruth kind of comes in, and she's kind of a wrecking ball, and (laughs) Mickey is very susceptible to any type of she just wants to be accepted and so she's going to go with whatever ruth Ruth wants to do ruth is very attractive and she's a year older than mickey and she's Mm. popular at school and mickey just doesn't understand why she's interested in hanging out with her um but yeah there's there's a lot of back and forth where they discuss the night in high school they discuss present day with their children and then how it all ties into to peyote and calamity. And um, the deal. Yeah. Uh, there's also a lot of backstory on Cal's life prior to getting to hell, which also plays into everything and everything's hmm. kind of connected and interesting. Um, yeah. It was just a really, it's like, I, I don't know. A lot of family ties, a lot of burden of secrets, things coming to light.
1: Um, and you said it was a debut, right? Yeah, it's a debut. Cool. So that's impressive that, you know. Yeah. It was a good book. Yeah. Good, good first book. I always really like a
0: debut that's <laughs> really For good. Sure. Because For then sure. you, you think, okay, well, this, per- what this author. What else is this author coming up el- with yeah. next? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in, check it out.
1: Well, I think I will. If I remember. Because <laughs> the title uh, didn't stick with me but the storyline did so and
0: now it's on this podcast so, <laughs> so I'll never forget
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay I am telling you about a rom-com go figure um, but it is the first in a series so that's exciting it's called the first one is, that I read is called remedial rocket science by Susanna Nix and um, it's part of her chemistry lessons um, series. Okay. So this is another kind of like series where it's just awesome women in STEM kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I just love that. Yeah. So we have Melody, um, who went to MIT. She just graduated. Um, she's looking for a job and she applies for a job in Los Angeles. Well, years ago when she was in college, she had a one night stand with a guy who was from Los Angeles and they had like instant chemistry, instant attraction. And but they both knew like this is just a one night stand because she was in Boston and he was in Los Angeles and whatever. But they exchanged phone numbers, and um, he was like, Look, if you're ever in Los Angeles and you need anything, call me, you know, whatever. So she's going to Los Angeles for this job interview, and she's like, Well. I guess I can call Jeremy. That's his name, because um, he told me to, and I know it's kind of weird because it's been a while and it was a one night stand. But what? I, you know what? I'm just gonna call him. So she calls him, and they go and they get lunch together because he's like, "Okay, well, where's your interview? Well, my office isn't far from that. We can, you know, just grab coffee or can lunch I, or whatever." Can I
0: ask a question? Yeah. How how far apart? are the one night stand in the meetup.
1: Yeah. So they, their one night stand was at the beginning of college and she's just graduated. Okay. So it's been okay, th- four yeah. ish years. Okay. All right. So, um, so they meet up and she learns that Jeremy has a girlfriend now and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Um, she ends up interviewing for the job. It goes great. She gets the job. That was one kind of weird thing to me. It was like she's this MIT grad, you know, apparently super intelligent and the job she gets is like working in in IT for a big company. Hmm. It wasn't like Yeah, like some I'm going to be an engineer yeah. or a scientist. It was like I'm So doing was it, it not believable? That part to me was just a little off Okay, I don't know maybe that's really prestigious for people who graduated from MIT to work in an IT department for a huge corporation yeah I don't know I don't know sure but it to me it didn't like register yeah yeah it, it didn't jive okay um But other than that, I really enjoyed the book. Um, So it turns out Jeremy is the son of the CEO of this big company. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he's working for the company Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they end up having to work together and like go to company like events together and things like this. And um, you can see where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) But it was really fun. Um, Like his mom is the CEO and. Just kind of her playing into it, and his little sisters in high school, and like they're all of their interactions are just really, I don't know, just fun and silly and enjoyable, and it was light, and that's what I wanted at the time. I have started so many books over the last month that I just haven't gotten into. Um, but this is one that I had had my eye on for a while because I've seen Susanna Nix around. She's one of the um, Smarty Pants romance authors. And um, she's got several series. And I know a lot of people really love her. And um, when this one became available on an Audible sale, I was like, oh, I'm snatching it up. And I got it. And it was great. And I really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to read the next one. In so the series. are
0: the ones in the series, is it like some of the other series rom-com where it's based on a different completely different set of characters but that are somehow linked to the first book or is it a continuation of the first character stories or do you know
1: so i don't know except that i am now pulling up (laughs) the next book on goodreads and the second one is intermediate thermodynamics quite the title um it sounds like a college class and this is about aerospace engineer esther abbott esther did I just say that Esther <laughs> and um her screenwriter neighbor Jonathan? So different. I'm g- I'm guessing though because it says screenwriter neighbor Jonathan, I think there was a screenwriter in Remedial Rocket Science. So I'm thinking the characters have a loose connection, kind of like yeah. the Jasmine Guillory books, yeah,
0: yeah. or like the Kiss Kiss Quotient,
1: Kiss Quotient,
0: Quiz Kit. Wow, what is wrong with us? Kiss quotient we can't
1: speak novel <laughs> yeah yeah
0: okay cool I'm interested I want to read this
1: yep you know I'm always excited for a new I am, series I am too, especially see, about STEM let me see how many um there ooh, oh my god this is exciting there's six books oh wow yes that aren't out yet no or, they're all they're all. all out okay okay yeah, oh, but I'm like awesome. I have five more books to read now. That's awesome. This is very exciting. Hmm, okay. talking about the tea? Oh yeah. Why do I always forget that? I'm like, "All right, well we've done our books. That was that was a great episode." <laughs> 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 yeah, so the tea, um my friend Karen sent me this tea through Sip's by, which is like a subscription, but I guess you can just kind of order one-offs from them as well. Um And it's called Magic Moon Glimmering Dust. And she really wanted us, she said that she wished that we had had it for our um, Moonshine Manor episode, Um, and it would have been perfect for that. It would have. But I'm glad that we have it now because it's delicious. It is delicious. I love it. So before we start the episode, Marissa always like takes a sip and then just keeps a completely (laughs) blank face and then like sets up in front of the microphone and is like I'm ready basically but she gives absolutely no hint of whether she likes or dislikes the tea yet. and it's just my favorite part of the episode that y'all don't get to experience
0: I mean I realize that I do it like I'm doing it on purpose but I didn't know that you noticed, that I
1: noticed. oh my god I noticed every I time want to ru- I don't want to you're, ruin you're like your experience sip, and then just nothing on your face literally nothing as if you have zero thoughts in your head. I
0: actually do that particular thing a lot.
1: <laughs> have zero thoughts in your no. head? No.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> no, like in meetings, that's kind of my go-to.
1: Is just blank face.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not appropriate for the audience or the situation. I don't do it. But my general, like I do it on purpose because I, I think it started when I worked Here. Yeah. And we had so many different clients and different types of personalities. And so I never wanted... My issue is that growing up, I always showed everything in my face. And so when someone would say something, I'd automatically make a face. And it kind of, I don't want to say got me into trouble, but sometimes it would be a little uncomfortable. And so I had trained myself because of how many different types of people and groups we were around. I never wanted to make a face and offend anyone. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And so I've just kind of kept it. And some people in business have told me, have noticed it and made comments to me at how much they love it. And then I've also had people make comments about like that. They don't like it.
1: Yeah. Like, why don't you show any emotion? I have also been told that I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I've decided that I like that about myself. You don't have to guess anything when it comes to me.
0: I would say in regard to personal and family and friends, I'm very much that way. But I
1: I get, I, yeah, I get being you know more straight faced in a business right. setting, but <laughs> but in this setting, it's just hilarious to uh, me.
0: Why well, don't want anything to be spoiled for you?
1: I get it, and I appreciate that.
0: But this tea <laughs> is delicious. It really Thank is.
1: You, Thank you, Karen. So the ingredients are black tea, caramel bits, edible gold coloring, and flavoring, and it also says it contains caffeine and milk um it's very gold lots of gold dust like my I mean, tea it's a is beautiful shimmering
0: cup of tea it's literally shimmering with gold
1: specks um marissa and i both tried the caffeine bit i mean the caramel bits by themselves straight and that was a mistake. Not
0: great. Not a great experience.
1: <laughs> but in the tea, they're delicious. Quite
0: delicious. It's a beautiful to look at the actual leaves before you steep them. Everything is beautiful in the bag.
1: It really and is. Once it's steeped, glimmering. It's also beautiful. Do you know why? Because it came from the moon. And the moon shimmers. Uh-huh. And these gold the gold dust and the caramel bits came from the moon that's actually what the moon is made of i don't know most people think it's cheese but it's caramel bits <laughs> mm-hmm. the more you know mm-hmm. i went to mit i know a lot about <laughs> space i don't know
0: why i in my head like the reading rainbow theme song just like popped up like fly <laughs> <laughs> it's a reading rainbow however <laughs> East Chicago,
1: you remember reading rainbow i do there's actually a reading rainbow podcast now did oh, you know that no hmm. I, i've been doing a lot of podcasts lately because like i said i start a book i'm not into it <laughs> and then i'm like let me do podcast instead and um i've been listening to someone knows something which is a CBC Radio podcast, and it's like a true crime mm-hmm. podcast. I'm yeah. on I'm on season four. Each season is like a different case. Okay, I'm on season four, but it's Canadian, and so whatever I'm listening to, it like I I know like someone will come in my office and ask me a question, and I'm like, well, I've been and like I'm I'm um, I'm so sorry. I, the, <laughs> Canadi- the Canadian is coming out. I don't mean <laughs> to. I can't help it. Oh, what is wrong with me? But (laughs) anyway, you're like, well, we really can't go into all of that on the podcast right now.
0: The tea, though. (laughs) It is a really good black tea. It
1: really is absolutely delicious. And
0: I taste the caramel. Yes. It's like a very, it's subtle, but there's a caramel undertone. And yeah, it's just a really good cup of tea. And again, it's a beautiful cup.
1: Lauren, if you're listening um we like the tea just so you know we wouldn't tell her before the (laughs) podcast because she's also here at the office
0: we made her a cup or jamie made her a cup and she was like this is delicious and we're like we may not like it
1: we'll give you our review after (laughs) we record so lauren we love it and we also think it's delicious (laughs) Mm. okay well i need to get back to work so i don't know
0: same i have errands to run
1: all right well thanks for stopping by this was fun
0: it was fun Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com.
1: And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers.